Hello, beautiful humans. I'm Dr. Anna Karen, and we are living in paradox, a place where awakening souls seek challenging answers. You know, as well as I do, that the common narrative needs an upgrade, and that to heal ourselves and our environment, we need a new way of living. Here we will move beyond the either-or thinking that keeps us so divided and step into a worldview of both and, thus embodying a life of connection that has room for everything. I offer you these imaginings and insights, these heartfelt conversations and challenging ideas as encouragements to take your next step and then another, as together, we create a happier and healthier world. Take a deep breath, relax, and let's dive into paradox. Hello and welcome. Welcome back. <laughs> I hope. <laughs> I am your host, Dr. Anna Karin, and I'm so glad you're here. Super appreciative and uh, makes it a lot more interesting to imagine who's listening. And today, I am pondering open focus, focused opening. They kind of seem, I don't know, they kind of seem like they're similar in a way already. And uh, I certainly associate focused with being a more, shall we say, masculine, a more yang kind of energy. And and I definitely associate open with more of a feminine or yin kind of energy. And, um, you know, perhaps there's other ways to look at it, of course. But um, I also want to say this is my first podcast without any notes whatsoever. <laughs> the first one I totally scripted. It took me days. <laughs> and uh, yeah, it took me a lot to make it sound more natural. So I wasn't reading the whole time. But anyway, um, you know, it's good to have some notes. But I thought in, in service or in honor of this particular topic, I would just practice an open focus and see what happens. And for me, the way that that presents is a sense of connection inside, a sense of familiarity with the energy that runs up and down the central channel. Um, a lot of people talk about the chakras are along the central channel, but that energy flow is there, whether you call it something or not, right in front of the spine. We do know that there's all kinds of nerves in the nervous system that travel through the from the brain through the spine out into the entirety of the body. Certainly all the information that we take in from the world comes in through there. And so there's this there's it there is a sense of focus. There is a sense of presence. There is a sense of being me. And at the same time, I'm also aware that there is not me. <laughs> There's the other. There is everything out there, including other people, including the energies of the universe, including Mother Nature, including 
oh gosh, <laughs> including all of the uh, all of the information that's being passed along on the on the uh, airwaves here on planet Earth at this point. And what is my current open focus wanting to express? That that's that's actually a really great question. And where it's taking me is into this idea of how do we apply ourselves? How do we take action in the world? How do we, you know, interact with the world? Is it through a very focused lens? Do we take one step, one project, one idea at a time, which would be more of a focused approach? Or do we have more of an open, even you might call it a divergent approach where we're open to all the different energies in the world. We're open and seeing where it will lead us. And and I am honestly more familiar with that open feeling, that openness to the universe, that openness to ideas, that openness to other people, and have had to actually cultivate a deeper sense of focus or um, a way to pull those energies in, have let them converge into me, into myself, into a sense of self. Um, you know, having, I would say, more empathic inclinations. I've always been someone who's, you know, let the world impact me. And I am grateful for that because I feel it makes me a great listener. I feel it makes me able to um, really feel compassion for people and what their lives are about and circumstances they may find themselves in. Um, I think it makes me a good friend. You know, someone who is receptive makes me a good partner. Someone who um, understands the give and take of relationship. And yet, I have really struggled with finding that inner focus and saying, this is what I want. This is what I am looking at at the moment. This is where I'm headed. This is what's important to me. And so now, having spent quite a bit of time and energy in that realm, I'm looking at where's the balance? You know, where, where am I finding a feeling of openness? Where am I finding a feeling of focus? And can I actually embody both? And it's an ongoing experiment, let me tell you. It's not as easy as it might seem. And yet, I think they're both incredibly important. Just like honoring both the masculine and the feminine qualities that we all embody, regardless of whatever kind of clothes we wear or whatever kind of body we've inhabited, we both have that. We have the capacity. We have the ability to work with both of those energies. And again, the more balanced those energies can be, the better. And that's not to say there aren't times when it isn't useful to drill down. Certainly, if I'm on a project, if I'm trying to get something done, um, that focus comes in 
very handy. And yet, if I'm trying to come up with a project or trying to understand the order in which something would be best done, then that open energy is really valuable. So, you know, one of the places where I found it's easy to have that focused openness, that open focus, is um, with physical activity. I mean, that may be unique to me, but I think a lot of people might find that if they really need to sort something out, it can help to go take a walk and, you know, let that, let whatever the question is go for a minute and let it just kind of percolate around and focus on the walking or focusing on some other physical activity that's enjoyable. Maybe it's dancing, maybe it's swimming. Uh, And allowing those two energies to kind of, you know, have their way. Let them sort it out. And I often find that after that kind of activity, I find clarity and I feel confident and focused in a certain decision. And I feel comfortable and I feel resonant in my openness, in my field, in my larger experience. And that's when I can trust that I've made a good decision. So here's my question to you, dear listener. Are you someone who habitually uses focus as your navigating way in the world? Or are you someone who normally is more open and goes with the flow and lets looks and see to see what life might bring? And are you able possibly even to do both? And how does that look like for you? Because this really only matters if it makes dif- makes a difference for you. And I have noticed that being able to go between the two has been useful. And like I said earlier, looking very deeply at, can I live in a place of open focus? And what does that feel like? So I made it almost halfway through the podcast without any notes. <laughs> and I had to I had to stop. I really did. It, it's a, a lot of effort. And um, I aspire to be more stream of consciousness, but that's not really my natural state. So here I am back again after a bit of a break having really kind of a little bit done what I was suggesting, which just kind of went on with my day and did things and played in the garden and did some other things, let things cook and have returned to the topic of open focus. And it occurs to me that it could be that it might be easier to, maybe not, might, but it might be easier to really look at this from a, a place of perception and attention to me those have you know some like perception is more something that we're taking in and attention is something we're more applying and what how do those two qualities 
mix and match, so to speak. And, you know, in, in the realm of perception, there's a lot of input. Oh my goodness. There is so much input that we are subjected to. Um, gosh, um, the amount of information that's available in the world right now is staggering. And, um, you know, some of it is extremely useful. Some of it possibly not so much. And yet we're in, a, we're in that soup. You know, somehow we have to sort through it. Somehow we have to find what it is that resonates. And perhaps that's where attention comes in. I notice that I spend some time in the mornings, um, you know, after I've done my morning routine, I, you know, check my email, obviously. And often that takes me off in some direction, um, perceiving that it's important to explore some of these other topics that have come across the screen, so to speak. And that takes my attention. My attention is drawn over here and my attention is drawn over here. Like what, what can I input? What can I bring in that would be useful? How can I use my attention to, you know, further my activities for the day, further my studies, further my ponderings? And we have so much that it, because we are so focused intellectually, the perceptions of other things, I believe, have kind of fallen to the wayside in our culture. Like the perception of, you know, what is the temperature and how does that feel on our skin? Um, is it windy? Um, are the birds singing? I have, feel fortunate that I have a beautiful screen porch on the back of my house. I live in Florida. So I can pretty much sit outside year-round and listen to the birds and also the traffic and the sirens <laughs> and the airplanes and other things and watch the wind and the foliage around me, watch the squirrels chase each other around the trees. And, you know, to let nature in, to let the perception of nature and the perception of my connection to that nature feels like it's becoming more and more important the more inundated I am with all of the information in the world. And letting my attention settle, letting it settle on my breath. Am I actually breathing or not? <laughs> How deep am I breathing? How much breath can I gently utilize? <sighs> I really like doing that one. And also, too, what's happening around me in the world? What's happening to the people I love? What's happening to the people I interact with on a daily basis? Can I let my perception of that inform me as much as the information and again that comes down to attention right it's like where am I putting my attention am I putting my attention on um, okay I'm just going to call it fake news and the things that you know various elements of the culture have decided to toss around in order to get our attention and is that a good use of my perception my open focus, is that something I really want to take in? And honestly, I've made the choice not to. I, I really honestly don't, uh, don't participate in that 
process. And so far, so good. Really haven't noticed um, any kind of detrimental effect at not following the news. And I just trust that if something really important happens, my attention will go there. And that by merging my trust in my perception and honing my facility with my perception will actually support and guide my attention. And that together, that open focus, that perception, attention, dance, will lead me to where I need to be. And, you know, perhaps this is what is considered this flow state that a lot of people talk about. Um, I've always, I guess, perceived that as kind of a byproduct of how my life works out. But now bringing that in and saying, can I live there? Can I live in flow? Can I trust my perception, my attention? Can I trust my open focus and embrace whatever's in front of me, not get too hung up on if it doesn't look like I imagined it should look, and see what's there. What am I perceiving? What is my, where is my attention drawn? Can I float? Can I flow? Can I move with that? And another place this pondering is taking me is how does intuition and intention, you know, again, these, these just, these feels, these feel like uh, facets or colors of the same experience. Um, A lot of people talk about developing their intuition. And to me, that is shifting the intention, shifting the intention from all this very solid, very real, very day-to-day experience, shifting it to the intent, to the intuition of, again, connecting with that openness, connecting with that perception. What's the vibe here? What's feeling? What, what information would be useful in the moment? Again, trying to marry my intention with my intuition. Where is that edge? Really blending those two ideas. And you know, people talk a lot about setting intentions and I think that's fabulous. But for me, it works better to use more generalized intentions. Um, I intend to be open. I intend to be focused and letting whatever information come and being open and and taking time to pause, taking time to breathe, taking time to be still and just see, just be in that sense of intuition, that trust in the greater good of everything. I think that's really what it comes down to for me is that trusting the greater good and that I don't always know what that is. 
and again, you know, weaving back into flow, weaving back into perception and attention, and it all just kind of like flows together. And this has been an incredibly rambling podcast. (laughs) You'll have to let me know if if the experiment worked or not. Uh, trying, trying to, uh, to uh, embody my experience, trying to really express what it is I'm engaging. It's not easy, and boy, has it been interesting to even see what's coming out of my mouth. So I'll have to listen back and see what I said. <laughs> So I invite you, I invite you to ask yourself, what is your focus? What is your intention? What are you attending to? Where has your attention been drawn? And finding that, take a breath, pause, open up. Find what's there to open to. Let yourself follow your intuition. Embrace your perception in that moment. And give yourself the gift of the paradox of an open focus. Be so happy to hear from you how that experiment works. And just in closing, to once again remind myself and remind you that there's really only one thing that has no opposite, and that's love. Because love is everything. Love is really all there is, no matter what your focus no matter what you're attending to, no matter what your intuition says, no matter what you're perceiving, love is there. Hey, thanks so much for listening to this episode of the Living in Paradox podcast. If you enjoyed what you heard, please share it with a friend. And if you haven't already, Subscribe, rate, and review it on your favorite podcast player. If you have any questions or comments, any topic ideas, or you might want to be a guest on my show, you can reach me directly at dranakarin.com. That's D-R-A-N-N-A-K-A-R-I-N.com. Thanks for listening, and I'll meet you in Paradox.